0: In the People's Republic of China, government restrictions on the church are on the rise. Bob Fu recently got an update from a Chinese church dealing with these
1: new challenges. They planted two new churches. We have churches planted. We have new uh, members. We have new baptisms. I mean, that's kind of the exciting kingdom news, right, we want to hear. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path.
0: Welcome again to The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton. We are in the studio this week in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, with a guest who has been with us before. Bob Fu is the founder and the president of the China Aid Association. He is also the author of a book called God's Double Agent, about his time serving the Lord in Communist China, being a prisoner for Christ in China, Bob Fu, welcome back to Voice of the Martyrs Radio.
1: Thank you, Todd, for having me again. It's always a joy to be back to visit our family. <laughs> you are part of the family. <laughs>
0: it is always a joy for us as well to have you here. A couple things I want to talk about, and obviously our focus is on Christian persecution, and unfortunately there's a lot of that to talk about in China. But earlier this year we saw something we don't see very often in China, people protesting against the government, actually going out in the streets saying, hey, we don't like what the Communist Party is doing. We don't like what the government is doing. What was behind that and how widespread is that? Is there really a lot of discontent in China with the Communist Party and with the government?
1: Yes, I was uh, actually even honestly surprised to see that, especially under this uh President Xi Jinping has uh, a very brutal control that's the largest kind of young people's protest in over 200 university campuses. Erupted wow. really uh, that we have not seen since the Tiananmen Square massacre. You know the protests mm-hmm. and back to thirty-four which, years ago, which
0: you were there. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I was like, square. oh
1: my <laughs> goodness, uh, what had happened was uh, really. I think people were fed up. Were they basically said uh, enough is enough, uh, especially under this uh, so cruel and unreasonable. You know, lockdown uh, mm-hmm. in the name of COVID. I think that that is uh, the reasoning. But the trigger was a um, deadly tragedy in the capital city of Xinjiang, in Urumqi. Uh, remember that was uh, one apartment building where there was a fire. But the firefighters did not go uh, on time because this building were totally locked down or sealed uh, from inside. So how could they escape from the fire? How widespread
0: is that feeling of discontent?
1: Again, uh, over 200 university campuses, students, I mean, young people took to the street from Beijing. You know, that's in the capital city of China where Xi Jinping has uh, most uh, you know military police and um, uh, secret police force and the maximum control all of a sudden and also the the protesters became also more creative uh, that uh, they're not even going to the street um, you know with like poster slogans. all they carry was a piece of a blank paper. <laughs> A white paper. (laughs) So it's known as a white white paper paper. paper protest. Yeah. (laughs) And because of that was a telling sign that, okay, we were totally stunned, you know, speechless. Like uh, there's no word can describe our anger, frustration, I think a discontent. And,
0: And you know if if you're a Chinese university student, you know that going out and protesting against the government is a dangerous thing for you.
1: It is. That takes real courage. And I think we need to really continue to even to pray for those who are still in prison. Mm-hmm. I know one even professor from my own hometown who was a professor in a major city right next to Beijing called Tianjin City. And she was put in a, a psychological hospital being treated as a- crazy person. Yeah, as a crazy like, yeah, person. You, you uh, lady. protested
0: against the government, so you must be insane.
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, still, she's uh, still missing. So some other youngsters are still being jailed. Uh, it's a major risk. And also, this protest shows CCP's uh, increasing way of surveillance. I mean, uh, remember, when they were gathered at some public spot, there were at times not major police like uh, crackdown at the times. But every one of them was found yes. and being singled out, being knocked the door on their dorms or homes and arrested That's because of the digital face recognition right. camera. So we have and
0: cameras everywhere. We can see you. We can track your cell phone so yes. we know you were there. yes. Okay, we're gonna, we don't have to arrest you at the scene of that's the right. so called crime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can just wait a month later, a week later, we can go to your apartment Very and say, horrifying. Hey, come yeah.
1: with us. Yeah. Anyone who showed up at that hour, that minute, are natural suspects, right? right. In that one Even location. if you just
0: happen to be walking by, you, yeah, you that's might, right. you might end up yeah, some. at a police station. That's, that's
1: right. Yeah. That happened.
0: And the thing about that is, then there's no international outcry. It wasn't like the police crack down at the protest and were beating people in the street or something, it's like, no, they just picked him up quietly later, and, and it kind of goes under the radar.
1: You're absolutely right.
0: We're talking this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the founder of the China Aid Association. Bob, another thing that I want to talk about that happened this year is the patriotic education law. Mm-hmm. Um, which which sounds very good. It sounds, you know, very positive. We want to raise up our children to be good citizens. This law in China, though, is very, very concerning, the way it's written, especially for Christian parents, because if you are training up your child, uh, as the Bible says, in the way they should go following Jesus, you're actually breaking this law. You're not giving them a good patriotic education, Talk a little bit about this law and and what it means for Christian parents in China.
1: I mean, it's not really the real meaning of uh, patriotic in a Western sense, Mm -hmm. you know. But for the Communist Party, uh, this is uh, a process to eradicate Christianity from the map of China. And that's why I think, uh, as you mentioned, uh, it endangers Christians' uh, population, the Christian children, Christian students. I mean, for the first time in 40 years since the Cultural Revolution, the Chinese uh, Christian children all were mandated to sign a Communist Party-prepared form to renounce their faith in public. They have to read that. Millions of Chinese Christian children. I mean, first they would uh, work on them uh, by their teachers, then by the principal, then they will bring their parents, then they will bring the police. Even the grandparents were brought to school to pressure them you know, these poor children to sign this prepared form uh, by the Communist Party to admit in public, like, oh, I was in this day being misled to believe in Christianity after a round of... uh, uh, they called it scientific materialism, Marxism education, I had weakened up, you know, That's and then I've seen the light. Uh, yes. And uh, I changed and I admit that was a mistake. I believe in communism again.
0: If you don't sign the form, what you happens? You will be
1: expelled from school. So you're out. And even some grandparents, I receive uh, uh, like a report, credible reports, lose their Public welfare benefit, wow. retirement, uh, and so not only are you security. kicked out
0: of school, but your grandparents now are going to be out on the implied, street yes, because we're going to cut off yes. their benefits, yes, unless you sign,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So coupled with wow. that, of course, uh, the uh, CCP uh, tried to cut off uh, any. Uh, scripture access with the children. You know, the Mm. Bible apps were all removed from all the e-commerce store. The Chinese Apple phone users, they They
0: have a totally different experience than an American or totally different. They cannot
1: find any Bible or Bible related apps to download. All the students up to the college level, are not allowed to become Christian at all. To become Christian, right?
0: Even in a registered church, you're oh, not allowed.
1: Totally forbidden. And then they are try to kind of impose this so-called patriotic education the, with this new law. Basically, you are forced to love the Communist Party. <laughs> it's a totally forced love. Yeah. One of the other things
0: about this law that that really struck me as I was reading about it is at least in theory, it applies to Chinese citizens overseas who who don't live in China. Yes.
1: It would apply to you. Yes. If you live in Los Angeles or uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, if you are Chinese, uh, no matter whether you are American, naturalized American citizen or not, you are mandated to love the Communist Party back to China. And they have tested, you know, if you use uh, their social uh, media, like WeChat or their TikTok, if they have an archive for you, uh, if you travel back to China, they want to see how many posts uh, are patriotic to China or not. Yes, they're examining you. All the naturalized American citizens, the Chinese Americans, when they go back to China, they were mandated now to register in a local police station. This only happened starting from this year. So they can trace you, uh-huh. where, you know, where you go. So huh? they're
0: very concerned about outside influence. Oh, uh, very, when you very. talk about the internet, you talk about the app store, you talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. even American Chinese who are going back to visit family, they want to register. They want to know what you're doing there. Who, who are you talking to? Yeah. We're talking this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the founder of the China Aid Association. He is a former prisoner for Christ in China. I would encourage you to get a copy of his book, God's Double Agent. His story is amazing. You will enjoy it. You'll be blessed by it. Let's talk about another change in China this year, Bob, in the way they're charging Christians and pastors— criminally. They have gone out of their way not to make the charges religious in nature at all Mm -hmm. so that nobody can say, oh, look, they're arresting Christians. They're charging you with uh, being a Christian. What are they doing now in the legal sense uh, to punish Christians without it looking like Christian persecution.
1: This year, I think the Communist Party really had uh, changed a new tactic, which is they use the uh, legal code called business fraud. Their logic is: uh, well, the house church is uh, declared as an illegal organization, and uh, if they found the uh, house church is collecting or having tithing and offering you know that involves the money like like a transaction then they would say okay you are engaging illegal business transaction And um, they then arrested a group of uh, church members really through torture and made them to sign the confession and said, oh, when we were donating our money, we didn't know it was a business fraud. Like uh, we were forced to do this. I mean, I mean, so they collect this uh, false confession and then brought charges against the church leaders. They're like literally hundreds of pastors and Christian leaders are charged with business fraud. Uh, And
0: and you mentioned this is happening in multiple cases in multiple places. All
1: over China. So it seems like it is—
0: it's a strategy that is being pushed down at by the Beijing. national level. By yeah. okay. Beijing,
1: by the central government, uh, it's uh, very clearly, it's, uh, there is a central government orchestrated campaign to use this charge to evade, yeah, the foreign media or government. Right, uh, and so uh, if
0: you or I or our congressman called the Chinese embassy and said, hey, why did you arrest these people? Why did you arrest this pastor? They would say, oh no,
1: that could, didn't have anything yeah, to do with religion. Yeah, he or religion. she yeah, committed business fraud. That was business fraud. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: it's nothing to do with persecution. It's nothing mm-hmm. to do with religion.
1: And uh, we have one of non-Christian leaders who were tried on the whole week of Thanksgiving week. The eldest one uh, was a Sister Wang Xuelan. Her last name is Wang, W-N-G. She's about uh, 70 years old. I mean, her husband her son, daughter, uh, son-in-law, uh, I mean, uh, n- nephews were all arrested and had never got a trial until Thanksgiving week uh, after two and a half years. So two and a half years And in she, jail. this uh, sister Wang, I mean, basically, she was uh, being tortured, beaten. Then uh, she was um, saying to the judges that if you just uh, uh, charge me or imprison me, it's fine if you— can release the rest of the uh, other family members. And uh, uh, the trial continues uh, to this day.
0: Speaking of Chinese Christians who are in prison, I often think of Pastor Wang Yi. Is there any word on on how he is doing? He is uh, serving a nine-year prison sentence. Nine-year imprisonment. We're at the five-year mark. Yes, yes. Is there any update on how he's doing?
1: Well, uh, this year, for the first time, his wife was... uh, allowed to have one few minutes conversation on the phone. And his wife kind of deferred to uh, her mother-in-law, Wang Yi's mother, you know, to comfort the Mm -hmm. elderly. Uh, So that's the first conversation in five five years. years. Yeah. And first, no visitation allowed from any family member or church member or even lawyers. He does not have a copy of the Bible. Uh, but he was writing several devotional books, uh, already like at least two or three in his brain. <laughs> like- wow. Re- it reminds me of Pastor Richard
0: Wormbrand, the founder of The Voice of the Martyrs. Right. He was in prison for 14 years. Yeah. He composed sermons while he was there. And, and when he came out, he wrote them down because he had, just, just like Wang Yi, it sounds like, had memorized them, had had thought about them and composed them. And
1: yeah, so, so we need to uh, quickly download after he's releasing in prison. We, we will know, look forward to reading
0: books. his prison sermons. And he
1: has over 1,100 prayer points in his brain just to go through these prayer points of 1,100, wow. including praying for American church, praying uh, uh, every day and night. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I again would encourage our listeners pray for Pastor Wang Yi. Pray for his wife, Zhong Rong. Pray for their son, Joshua. Nine years is a long time to be apart. Nine years is a long time to suffer for the, the so-called crime of pastoring a church. I would encourage you to pray for them. We're talking this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the founder of the China Aid Association. Bob, there's another pastor that our listeners will be familiar with. Uh, that is Pastor Pan, and we had him on VOM Radio Uh, earlier in 2023, Mm -hmm. actually recorded in Southeast Asia before they Mm -hmm. left and came to America. Mm -hmm. Um, How are the members of the Mayflower Church? They were granted asylum. They were allowed to come to the United States in really kind of a miraculous fashion. A
1: truly miracle. Um, I mean, so on Good Friday this year, um, right before Easter, yeah, we went to Dallas-Fort Worth Airport and picking them up. Um, So they are very offbeat. I mean, Pastor uh, Pan announced uh, in the airport in front of the U.S. ambassador at large from State Department, you know, who uh, made a trip to uh, the airport welcoming them said, uh, we come here not to fulfill our uh, American dream, certainly not Chinese dream, and we want to fulfill the heavenly dream Amen. and to continue the gospel ministry. They were hosted initially near Tyler, Texas, you know, East Texas, and on December 28th, all 64 of them are going to move to Midland, Texas. All right. So our local the, church... They'll uh, be your neighbors. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, one church offered uh, 35 acres land with oh, wow. uh, several buildings. Uh, so they're going to build a Mayflower village in the middle of the desert. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think uh, they will have a great uh, blessing uh, impact uh, on our community. so we're preparing our, as we're talking uh, for everything they need. We're
0: talking this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the president of the China Aid Association. We'll give you a link to their website at our website, vomradio.net. Bob, as we finish up, what are the key ways, as as we begin 2024, what are the key ways we can pray for Christians in China?
1: Yeah, I was um, recently attending a mission conference in uh, South Africa, and, uh, and met actually with a few house church leaders. One of the church leaders told me, said, Okay, actually, you know, we are ready and prepared to be imprisoned. We're not afraid of being imprisoned, but we are afraid of losing the fear of the Lord. Wow. Not afraid of being imprisoned, losing their own physical freedom, but they are very concerned that the Chinese church would lose the fear of the Lord. So that's the number one prayer request. They said, pray that, uh, you know, even in the middle of this uh, most intensive persecution, we have not seen in 40 years that the Chinese church, brothers and sisters, would continue to fear of the Lord more than fear anything. And uh, so that's their number one prayer. And uh, in fact, I mean, I kind of find um, former VOM associate, Pastor John Hall you had met. Uh-huh. So he was sentenced to seven years uh-huh. imprisonment for setting up 16 schools in the Burma-China border area. I kind of found this letter he wrote to his mother from his prison after he uh, served uh, almost two years. Uh, he said, please Rejoice for me, Jesus has died on the cross for me. It is my utter joy to be imprisoned for my Lord. Wow, this is a reality and not self comfort, not self encouragement. How uh, far is he in? I his think seven next years? year he, he is. Should be uh, yeah, should be released. And uh, oh, may it be so. So pray that um pa- the kind of joy, even in the prison, Pastor John Hall is expressing can be maintained, you know, persistently. And I know he was constantly put in solitary confinement. Sometimes uh, I receive word that, you know, he has to stare on the ceiling and uh, for... You know days are nice, uh, very torturing. I mean, despite of the joyful spirit, mm-hmm. he is still a reality, it's very, very over there. yeah, yeah. so pray the Lord uh, through his holy Spirit can sustain them and also pray for the persecutors. Mm-hmm. you know, um, who knows whether Xi Jinping could become from Saul to Paul? we We have to have big faith, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, as long as he's still alive, As Pastor Wang Yi said, he still has a chance for Jesus uh, uh, and uh, the amazing grace um, of the Holy Spirit to work in his heart and other persecutors, other Religious Affairs Bureau officials. And um, the revival, I'm very sure, will continue. Even Wang Yi's church, Early Ren Covenant Church, in the past 18 months or so, they planted two new churches. (laughs) I mean, that's one of the 25 Thanksgiving items On Thanksgiving Day, the church released to the world, said, we have 25 items we give thanks to. We have churches planted. We have new uh, members. We have new baptisms. I mean, that's kind of the exciting kingdom news, right, we want to
0: hear. The kingdom is advancing in spite of the Communist Party, in spite of Xi Jinping, in spite of new laws. The kingdom, the gospel is advancing in Communist China Bob, it is always such a pleasure when we get to talk to you. And thank you so much for for being a voice for Chinese Christians, for sharing their stories, and for being our guest this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio.
1: Thank you, Todd. And we're always grateful for the VOM Radio. And uh, you are the voice carrying out all over the world for the persecuted. And we are also very grateful for the partnership between VOM and the China Aid over the years and uh, just a vehicle to continue to walk with the persecuted brothers and sisters. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, it is our honor. I want to encourage you, if you're listening, we will give you a link to the China Aid website at our website, vomradio.net. Just find this episode, find the show notes. I also want to encourage you to read Bob's book, God's Double Agent, uh, it is such a great book. It is a it is a spy story. It's a God story. It has so many different elements. Um, you will really enjoy it. We'll give you, again, a link to that at vomradio.net. Also, when you're there at vomradio.net, you can donate online to support the work of Voice of the Martyrs. When you give a gift before December 31st, we are going to send you a free 2024 prayer calendar as our way of saying thank you. We've just talked about the ways that you can pray for Christians in China. The 2024 prayer calendar is a great tool to help you pray every single day throughout 2024 for persecuted Christians. So I want to encourage you, come to vomradio.net. We've got a special link in the show notes where you can give, and we will send you that 2024 prayer calendar. Again, a great tool to help you pray for persecuted Christians. And be back with us next week. The next two weeks, we're going to look back On the most moving moments of 2023 on Voice of the Martyrs Radio, we will go back and hear some amazing stories of God's grace and faithfulness in the midst of persecution, the way that the gospel is advancing in spite of hardship, in spite of difficulty. I know you'll be blessed as we look back and remind you of some of the great stories and These are also great episodes to share with a friend to introduce them to the work of Voice of the Martyrs Radio. So be back with us next week and the following week for moving moments of 2023
1: right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.